our mutual friend Ty um, sort of connected us, and uh, he told me that you're running for city council. That's right. Yeah, so um, what I'm really interested in is uh, really seeing what people are passionate about and why they chose to do that. So I just want to know, like, what what uh, you why did you want to run for city council? Well, a lot of it started because I've always had my own thoughts about the things that go on in the city. And um, I know that there's a lot of people who don't understand how their city works and they don't know who to let who to talk to when they have problems. And so a lot of that comes from that. Just my will to to sort of translate those fears into something tangible. Mm. And um, I've always been pretty good with memorization. You know, I've, I've always wanted to be a lawyer. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people say I should, I guess when I, when I debate, <laughs> I get pretty fired up. Yeah. And so, um, and so it just seemed like up my alley. And um, when I see things like uh, in November, there's going to be a sales tax increase. Okay. And um, things like that, that people just would normally just write off and be like, well, you know, I'm sure the city council has the best interest in mind for us. But a lot of people don't realize that the the political atmosphere everywhere is changing. And so a lot of people, you know, are self-interested and they would use that to their advantage. And so I think that since I have the ability to interpret things and understand things well enough, I think it's sort of my duty as a as a citizen to help out people that can't and uh, and inspire others to get to the same point where they feel confident in taking charge to help out with their with their local governments, with their cities, with people who need their help. Yeah. Okay. And when you said a four percent sales tax, is that for the city or is that for California or is that for? Okay. So yeah. Oxnard, um, the city council um, just announced basically that they're going to put on the ballot in November a one point five percent sales tax increase. Yeah. Which is supposed to be used to basically pull Oxnard out of the hole that it's been in. Most uh, residents are kind of aware that there's been mismanagement for several years. Yeah. And um, that's one of the other things that people are worried about. They don't know where their money's going. And uh, the way I understood it is this tax would last for about eight years. Okay. And the way I see it is just why would taxpayers promise things that they're uncertain of where it's going to go, where it's going to come from? Yeah. And um, so in that in, in the proposal, mm-hmm. There's no clear um, uh, direction of where the money's going to go to. So one of the weird things about it is I've uh, I haven't been able to locate the the measure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I've uh, asked other people if they know where it is, and they've directed me to places it might be, and I've investigated a little bit. I still haven't been able to find it, mm-hmm. but um, they're overwhelmingly happy to give out ones by Aaron Starr, who happens to be a big name in the city. He ran for mayor last year or last candidacy Uh last election season yeah and um and so they're happy to put his up and his are there easy to find but um the language that comes from city council seems to be a little difficult you have to actually dig try to find it and the way i see it is if we can't take that apart and find out where it's all going everybody's still shrouded in mystery everybody's just running around wondering what's going to happen and um, I think that just speaks a lot for the fact that we don't have as responsive of a city government as we could. Okay. And and going, like, past the city and going to, like, federal government or um, the way things are going, I think it's it's becoming more, uh, like, of a socialist. You know, the younger crowd seems to tend to do that. Um, and I, I definitely don't 
I don't know. I don't. I don't agree with that because I think uh, government should be limited. Yeah. Well, that's a big debate. I mean, that's one of the biggest things in political science. For one thing, I'm a political science major. Okay. Uh, these I've always been very interested in. I feel like sociology, philosophy, and political science. Yeah. They're great windows into how the world actually functions. And yeah. when you can put yourself in those positions and pull yourself away from emotions and think of things logically, you can kind of calculate how much things benefit certain people. Mm-hmm. And so when you're saying about the, uh, I forgot, I'm sorry, I forgot how I got into that. Well, yeah, would you, you asked me about uh, uh, socialism. The young, yeah, the younger generation. So it seems like socialism yeah. is, is big on people who don't have a lot or they see people suffer a lot because they don't have a lot. So mm-hmm. socialism is big with younger folks because a lot of them have grown up in an era where you don't get a lot of pay for how much you do. And there's a social media network out there that's happy to share that stuff. It's easy to do. It's at your fingertips. Yeah. And so that resonates with a lot of people. They think, well, I'm poor. I mean, even I am. I'm a college student, you know, and um, running for running for council is difficult because I have no – and I don't have as much money as a lot of people do. And um, So you're in full-time, full-time student. Are you working I'm a, as well? During the outside two semesters of yeah. uh, college, I'm, yeah. uh, I'm full-time. Okay. And then um, I try to go part-time for work. work okay. At, you know, work at an auto parts place. Okay, so cool. it's difficult, you know? It's, yeah. just, it's not very easy for somebody who's just trying to be involved and mm-hmm. um, because there is a there is a realistic money concern there mm-hmm. that if you're not if you're not prominent and you know people your name isn't known, you're definitely not gonna have the same advantages. Yeah. And so um, that all plays into a lot of things. A lot of people feel like they don't have enough and I've struggled with that my entire life because I've seen uh, some people tell you that you gotta work hard all your life, you know, like my um, I'm 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 Mexican American, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, my family, my grandfather actually came from uh, from Mexico. Okay. And through the Bracero program. Yeah. And so um, there's a lot of people who's always told me like there's a right way to do things and there's wrong way to do things. And, yeah. Uh, and one of those things is um. Is I've seen like how 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 important hard work is. Hard work's important. It's manual labor. It kind of it it gives you a sense of working hard for your community and gives you a sense of doing something that contributes to other people. Like when you when you grow food. You see it that you you know what food tastes like. So <laughs> when you hear it going out to someone else, you're like, "Cool, heck yeah, that guy's gonna get fed." And I feel like I did something. Yeah. And then when with payment, you know, you're able to go spend on what you want. Yeah. And um, that's the idea of like the whole capitalism thing. And like socialism, uh, they were they, I guess, I'm, you know, I'm very. This is like a very basic understanding yeah, of it, but um, so like socialism, there's no incentive, right, to to work to to work or to because people will be given stuff rather than they have they would have to go out and make yes. it for themselves that's, bas- that's basically the biggest um one of the biggest at least uh criticisms of socialism mm-hmm. is that it does it does kill the the will to create it, cre- it kills the will to to basically just work harder than other people for things that you feel you deserve and that's yeah. one of the biggest things about uh, our country is uh is property rights like, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't have that in the world and i remember somebody asked me because um I studied, par- I studied paralegal stu- uh, studies. Yeah. Uh, I always wanted to be a lawyer, like I said. Yeah. And one of the things that so- a lot of people have asked me is, where does law come from? And uh, I used to say, you know, the typical things you would learn in law stuff, like, oh, it comes from the common law, which is common, like, if you take my thing, I get mad. That's not fair, you know. I it's see. my thing. I earned it, whatever. Okay. So that's how they would have rulings back in the day in Britain and all that. Yeah. Until... They came up with the judicial system with parliament and representatives and all those kind of things. You yeah. Know, it's always been a struggle to create government and create a judicial system okay um this is one of the few countries where it's ever been separated usually the judicial part is part of the consuls that people would create so um 
and also the, the like the Declaration of Independence and the Bill of Rights. Like the U.S. is like so beautiful because of that, dude. Yeah. So the founders like, they wanted it to be something that would last. They wanted it to be tangible. That yeah. like they wanted it to be adaptable and they wanted it to be strong. They knew that a na- because a lot of nations have fallen. They've they they didn't believe all pretty much the all the founders were certain that true democracy wouldn't work. Yeah. Because democracy involves people being knowledgeable about what they're doing. And especially in those times, there's no way that people some working a farm were going to know what was politically good for the entire country. What would like keep Britain from invading yeah. or any of those things. So those yeah. were real concerns back then. And a lot of people forget that that barbarism was prevalent in the entire world. And so when they created a this the 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 constitution yeah. and well they created the articles of confederation first but it failed yeah and so they created a constitution but all of that was because they knew they couldn't make a monarchy because they would have monarchies would abuse it yeah and they knew they couldn't create a democracy because there was two there's a thing called the tyranny of the majority and the yeah. tyranny of the minorities mm. and the tyranny of the majority is when a majority of people can't make a solid decision for themselves informative yeah. well-informed decision yeah and so that's a ba- that's a big concern with true democracy so okay. that's why we have to have republic which is representatives elected representatives okay and like i guess what's from what i'm seeing too is that it protects the individual and i think the individual is like um the most important thing because you, you mm-hmm. see like communism which is like kind of like hive hive mindset right sort of yeah, yeah. that's kind of how i've always seen it that's kind of what people fear it of mm-hmm. fear of it yeah yeah and but um yeah, but yeah, so communism, that's, I mean, a lot of people put socialism and communism, like, hand in hand. Yeah. But it's, I mean, although there are socialism, cause communism could be said to be socialism, radical socialism, mm-hmm. in a way. Um, both of them are just, unfortunately, it's hard for us to understand as Americans, but the problem with resources is what causes everything. That's yeah. what everything revolves around. And so we've created government and we've created resource distribution methods like capitalism and the free market or, again, socialism or communism to aid everybody in getting enough for what they need. Okay. And that makes sense if you want to be – what it comes down to is you want to be a utilitarian country that just grows and just builds and just sends or do you want to have – personal liberties to like oh do you want to do this and do you want to do nothing do you want to just hang out all day after you've already worked hard you know yeah so. and, that, and that's how i see it too um the u.s is 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 um ha- like is sending jobs overseas and like we're not making stuff here in the u.s as much so yeah that's yeah. been a big problem throughout history yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> they've always <laughs> yeah, yeah we've always had that problem um but like going back to like our roots and like where you know making stuff in the u.s would be cool it would be. Yeah. I think that it would instill pride in a lot of people to yeah. build something. I think whenever anybody makes something and then they give it to somebody else, they're you just they're feel s- good. Yeah, you yeah. do. You get all stoked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing quite like, you know, feeling pride in yourself and like and for other people as well in your community and Yeah. Yeah, definitely. helping out. Um and then for for Oxnard City Council, I think just a question, are there any things that you see now that you would like to change or that you would like to um, implement or I think you know? um, I know a lot of people find this a little strange but I I would highly I really would like to promote ESL programs within the city yeah I believe that English as a second language is an extremely important tool mm-hmm. in anybody's cabinet um, especially here in America more than 70% of people no wait I forgot that's correct that's incorrect mm-hmm. but a lot of people speak English more yeah. than you know more than 50% for sure yeah and um, 
and it's just a useful tool when it comes to professional professional life. I mean, when you go talk to lawyers or you go talk to offices somewhere, sometimes they had to bust out a translator. Sometimes mm-hmm. they had to have somebody that knows Spanish. And um, I feel like it would give, especially because I think it's, I think in this town, the majority of people are Hispanic. Yeah. And a lot of them, I mean, working in auto parts and, you know, working with the, the city, with the commissioner. Mm-hmm. I'm a commissioner for the mobile home park rent review board yeah and um one of the cases we heard was by some spanish speaking people and um and it just seemed odd to me that it was it must have been difficult for them to have to go out of their way to find somebody to help them out with the translation with everything just the whole process somebody has to be there to kind of tell them how it's going to go and um not necessarily that they had to but um i think of those things you know i worry about it yeah and i wonder that the language barrier is is making it difficult for people to kind of like like for instance the political process they feel like they don't have access to it because they don't speak the language they don't speak english Mm. and so when somebody tells them oh you know ratifying this junk proposition something you know like laws this this and that yeah Yeah, yeah. they get the short version of it from somebody that probably speaks english who's like oh yeah i don't do that you know it's (laughs) they're just trying to do this and then like okay cool yeah so it's just like i think that like it goes back to that true democracy thing without people being informed and understanding what goes on in their lives and their communities, they can't really say, oh, I want that because... They're, they're, they're just not informed. They're not, yeah, they're not yeah. informed enough to know. Dang. And uh, how are you coming up? Are you, like, doing research um, 24-7? Are you, like, watching the news? Are you on social media? Like, how, how are you finding all this information? Just, like, word of mouth, your group that it, you, you have? It's definitely... All of those combined because yeah. I um I only I only thought about doing I mean I've been thinking about it for a long time yeah but um the council only gets well certain members only get elected on every four years well okay. each term is four years and so my district happens to be up and um, somebody asked me are you gonna run for city council <laughs> and I was like well I mean I don't know I could I guess but <laughs> and then um and then just like more things started. I started looking into it more. I started listening to the city council meetings. I started um, listening to the the open statements. Every mm-hmm. time there's a council meeting, there's open statements to the public. And uh, some of their concerns are just, they want to know where the money's going. They want to know why everything seems to be just unanimous. There's no dissent anywhere. Uh, the council just agrees on everything without actually like, and it seems like, I don't know. So a lot of people just are concerned that they're not doing enough. And if that's true, then at least this would give them a reason to feel differently, to maybe care more a little bit. Like are these people, why are they, why are these people running for? What's the, what's the difference now? Mm-hmm. And it's that they're unhappy. They're unhappy people. I mean, people in the community are unhappy. Yeah. So other people feel the need to do something about it. Yeah. And I think that's what it comes down to is unrest in a way. <laughs> Dang. That's, that's, that's really cool, man. And, uh, and you're, it's cool. Cause you're, you know, you're, you're passionate about it and you love it, right? I do, yeah. yeah. There's there's not a lot more I like. I mean, when I was growing up, there's a lot of people who would ask for help, and they just didn't get it. Nobody was there to help them. Nobody was there to do anything for them. And um, it's even now, like you know, there was a there was a there was a certain farming community, a farm worker community that got hit with COVID. Oh wow! And they all live in the same place, and there was like I think 200 of them living there, something like that. Yeah. And um, throughout the community, there was some people who were like, "Oh, we're trying to get them, you know, this, or we're trying to help them out." Or some, there's petitions all over, but um. It's just like that will there doesn't seem to be anywhere else. And like you don't see I don't really see the councilmen, you know, gathering people to try to do a common goal or I don't see those kind of things happening. It's usually just concerned citizens who are like, I need to do something, I guess. Mm. 
And like how uh, you said, every four years they're reelected, and are there this, are there term limits? Like, uh, how many years you can be in the, in office, or is it just? Oh yeah, so that's actually yeah. a big old uh, debate going on right now. Um, mm-hmm. As I mentioned, that that fellow Aaron Starr, mm-hmm. he um he's passed proposals that would uh, would augment or change the the term limits, and he wanted to have two four year term limits. Okay. And I believe they used to be three years or something, which is why he was changing them to begin with. Hmm. And so he wanted to make two of four years. Four years is the same as the presidential you know, election. And so it just makes sense that uh, certain executives of a city should have four years to do certain things they can do yeah. to gather experience before the next two years pop up where they have to re, uh, re, rerun yeah. and run for candidacy again. And so uh, that's kind of how it is with the presidential thing. They have good, like, two or three years of, like, solid decision-making, and then they have that last year of trying to re-elect, Implement- get oh, yeah, re-elected yeah. again. Yeah. And so um, and so it's the same thing with ours. Uh, so every four years they do that, and uh, they have a two-year. So Aaron Starr wanted that two-year limit, or the two-term limit, yeah. before they would have to go for a different office. Yeah. And so there's a bunch of weird stuff that happened with that, and it got muddied up. But city council basically enacted their own, or rather they, they made their own, that would have three ter- three uh, four-year term limits as well as three other components that didn't have to do with term limits yeah. in the same bill. And then they put it forward and put it on the ballot, which we passed in March. Okay. And so what that did is it stopped certain candidates from – or stopped candidates for office from receiving more than $500 from certain uh, contributors and so forth. So Contributors from like donate, so say like- for instance, Yeah. So say, for instance, you wanted to contribute 600 to my campaign. Yeah. You couldn't. And that oh, wow. severely limits people like me who don't have that kind of fine. You know, no corporation's gonna, you know, it's not like I have a hundred thousand followers who can give me a dollar. Yeah. And I, what I, if I'm lucky, somebody will be like, oh, this guy's cool, you know, give him five thousand. But now they can't, so it's like. Yeah. So it seems like almost as if certain things like that are made to cut out challengers to mm. the to the to the candidacy. And, yeah. Uh, and I, we were talking about earlier about how social media really changed the game, mm-hmm. where like now we have like organic reach to, to the to the masses rather than having to worry about being put in the newspaper or tv or you know, like these publications so that, right. that's really dope it is dope it's definitely like uh, a bright light for people like me because uh, yeah you know a lot of people have like mentioned through social media through my instagram and stuff they're like hey you know like that's awesome that you're doing this you know let me know if you need anything and stuff and Without that, I definitely don't think I might have gotten as much because I'm not. It's it's difficult to you know I have to work and right now I'm in summer school. It's only six weeks, but you know some, two classes of summer school is actually kind of hard. Yeah, and it's a lot of work, and um, and so doing that with work and then trying to run this beginning of the campaign is yeah. a little. It's all very tedious, but I think I'm up to the challenge, and so that's why I challenge myself to do it. And so for even my nominations, yeah. you know, to get to get on the ballot, and this is why I, I say these kind of things because I like to show people that if I can do it, you can do it. Mm. And there's a lot of people out there who want to get run for candidacy. They want to be, you know, an official for their town. They want to help. Yeah. They want to do things that they feel they're qualified to do or that they at least would like to be qualified to do. Yeah. And that's important. It's important to bolster people. Again, it goes back to like <laughs> the ESL, everything. Everybody has that spark in them that they could do anything. And they just, some people just don't have the tools or the confidence or any of that stuff to move forward. Yeah, and, like um, we were saying, also saying earlier about like it's it's belief and and it's it's faith and confidence and um, just. And you said one more, I think. Yeah. You yeah. Said, yeah. It's a yeah. He's a faith. Faith. Faith struck me. I thought that was yeah. very insightful of you. Yeah. I mean, not insightful. Insa- like uh, in, we say. Insightful. Yeah. That is yeah, it. yeah. 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 Insightful. Yeah. That's yeah. what I meant to say. Okay. Yeah. But it's it's very insightful of you. To, yeah. Uh, to and see that. and um. 
also just doing it because you're passionate about it and not worrying about the money too and and um doing it for for the love also yeah thank you i mean that means a lot from you i mean i see obviously (laughs) you know what you're doing and it's it's incredible what got you into what got you into um into doing this kind of thing like you know meeting people and just reaching out to people uh reaching out to people like i really like like i said i like learning about um what people are passionate about Mm -hmm. and i like seeing what drives them you know like what sparks them or gives them energy like you know to to what what gives them joy and nice. I, I just love seeing that and like, i, I want to share it with other people and then hopefully they'll see it and you know get inspiration from that and then be able to you know partake in whatever they're doing too and it's it, it's cool it's just spreading that that life that i don't know that life energy in, inspiring people so inspiring like is to to breathe life into people and 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 yeah it's cool yeah there's definitely no price on inspiration <laughs> that's just something you can't get by you know working somewhere or doing some manual labor yeah. moving rocks around you're not gonna be inspired you know you're gonna be like if you're gonna take a step back look at it and be like man how can i do this you know how can i change everything about this you know? yeah it takes a moment to sit back and look at things to yeah. observe yeah and uh i guess what what inspires you like not even just like politically but like you know like what what do you do you have any like hobbies or passions or do you have any what are you doing right now well majority of, majority of what i do now is trying to read up on everything trying to get up to speed with um city council like i'm trying to understand how the progressions work between like calling people up and all that because if i do become there i don't want to be trying to catch up all at that time Just if i do get prepared. elected yeah i want to understand mm-hmm. how that process works i yeah. want to be able to call people i want to be able to do what i need to do yeah yeah and um and a lot of the time I read, I read and I listen to podcast, I mean, like uh, audio books a lot. Like, any like most- good ones? Any good ones so that you can? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I mean, it's mostly just government and stuff. I really that's like- cool. Dude. Yeah, like, that's- what you know, if people are interested, then you- I mean, yeah. okay. So my hero in like American government is Alexander Hamilton. Yeah, the guy on the ten dollar. Yeah, and um, he's he's the first secretary of the treasury for the for America, and um, his a lot of what he talked about was federal, like the federalist idea. Mm-hmm. And federal, like the federal system means that there's different branches of or different levels of government that work together to do different, to do different things. Yeah. So the way that ours is set up is with a, str- a strong, a strong central government, yeah. strong national government that overrules the states. But the states have their own sovereignty that is separate from the national so- sovereignty. Okay. So the national power can't step over those kind of rights. And so that's still a big deal today, even with like cannabis legalization. Marijuana, Marijuana yeah. is a big deal with that. Yeah. And that's like the biggest example for people who don't really understand it. Yeah. And it's just well, the na- nation says no, but the state says, yeah, it's nation so, technically says no. So. It's so crazy how like you can be in California, smoke weed and then drive to another state and uh, you'd be arrested federally. Yeah. Just right there. That's I mean, crazy, you can even dude. be arrested federally technically here too, you know? You can't. Oh yeah. Federally. Yeah. But not. Yeah. Not so if like, you know, like. Just happen to be on the bad side of a of some federal troop, you know, and be like, "Oh, you're smoking? Get over here!" You know, Damn, like, dude, taking the '80s back. You know? <laughs> and so, yeah, yeah, but um, but yeah, um, the, Alexander Hamilton. See, um, yeah, so Hamilton, man. Yeah, before yeah. we used to have a confederacy. I mean, when we first um, defeated the British, I say we a lot because I feel strongly as an American. Americans, yeah. I, yeah. Lo- I love being in America. I love being an American citizen. And uh, I feel like you have so many opportunities here that you don't have other places. And if we would utilize those opportunities instead of just hanging out, watching Gilmore Girls all day or whatever we do, you know, just, <laughs> just hanging out. Yeah. We definitely, at least even a few hours a day, you know, we could definitely just be a better, better American race, you know, better, 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 
area, better place. And um, and it all goes back to that whole thing, you know, from um, when it first started out as a confederacy, it was the Articles of Confederation that like was our constitution, mm-hmm. but it didn't allow for certain powers. Like um, the national government couldn't um, hold an army. It couldn't create an army. It'd have to ask for its consent and a militia basically from all the different states. Yeah. And then they could build an army to do whatever they needed. Yeah. But it wasn't quick enough. So there was uprisings all over the place and they were like, hey, well, this isn't going to work. Because we can't, like, quell these things. In fact, like, uh, there was this one called, uh, what's his name? Daniel Shea. Daniel Shea started a, revo- uh, uh, a revolt. And um, he started, like, you know, leading his little troops through um, Massachusetts, I want to say. Wow. And he was, like, shutting down courthouses and stuff so they wouldn't um, so they wouldn't cl- enclose in, uh, foreclosure on their lands. Yeah. And so they shut it down. Just, like, kind of like how, like, uh, like the people doing in Portland. And yeah, all that. yeah. They're yeah. shutting down courthouses. And so, I'm like, you know, I'm. I'm on both sides of the, you know, like I said, there's, I mean, their federal troops are robbing, they're taking people off the streets, you know, and that's insightful. I mean, that's, that's terrible. That's, that needs to stop. And so, um, and then when you get these people trying to shut down courthouses and stuff, you know, it's just like the same kind of things they did back then. I feel like it's a little unnecessary because it's not the same idea. They're not foreclosing on people's lands and stuff. They're not taking away all their stuff, but they are taking away people's liberties. And, um, that's a really big deal. That's, that's why I can understand. I can understand it. I I get it. I yeah, not for, I'm not necessarily saying I support it. I just say I get it. I can always put myself it. in their position and be like, you know what? These people are mad about that stuff. Mm, yeah, and it's like, it's crazy how like they they overtook property too, right? It's like, yeah, that's that's, and so that's like that's what's so cool about the Constitution. It gave us it gave us all of our civil liberties. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, hey, you, soldiers, you can't be in your house, and you can't keep soldiers in your house. You can keep your guns, you know, in case we get out of line. Yeah. And that's cool. That's awesome. Like, we're <laughs> like, that's just cool that like somebody was smart enough to be like, you know what? It's still. We're, yeah. Yeah. We're going to mess up probably. <laughs> and these guys need to be like armed and stuff, you know? So, yeah. It's just crazy. Like, I always tell people, I'm like, man, if, because when North Korea was getting all crazy a few years back, you know, and Donald Trump was visiting and everything, we all thought that was going to be a big old thing about that. Yeah. I was like, this would be the wrong place to invade. Cause there are a lot of people here who, unfortunately it would not be cool with that <laughs> and they would you know militias aren't too uh uncommon in places where people you know have access to stuff so yeah and but um yeah and i don't know if anything else like that you're that, that you're uh that inspires you or just like the idea i guess i've always been sort of an efficient person i like um efficiency it just seems logical to make things run well i guess what it all comes down to is I've always been sort of a lazy person in a way. I don't want to get up and do stuff. I don't want to be up handling things. It'd be nice if somebody responsible was kind of directing things and all I had to do is put in my share. Yeah. But unfortunately, it's not like that. Yeah. There are a lot of people out there who feel the same way I felt about that. Like, I don't want to do that. Uh, maybe somebody, will, somebody will come up and do it. And uh, I think there comes a time when you kind of realize, like, maybe I have to or like, not that I have to, but just maybe somebody needs to, I guess I don't think I'm the, you know, the wisest person. I don't think I'm the smartest person. Mm. I know a lot of people won't agree with like my politics. They won't agree with my, what I say. Yeah. But, um, I think they'll understand that through it all, I have a vision and I have an idea of how I hope that people could live together and how, Mm. like I said, we're an industrial town. We have a lot of people here. We have a lot of good stuff going on. And, um, I think if they wouldn't try to, you know, expand too fast and do all like do things that w- overreach you know do things that we're not prepared to do i think it'd work more efficiently and i think people would have more to go around yeah and just be happier you know yeah for the community yeah yeah and uh did you see that kanye's running for 
for president, dude? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> okay. Kanye That's West is one of my favorite rappers. Yeah. He's one of my favorite artists. Yeah, and yeah. I've all ever since he did that thing with Taylor Swift, where he interrupted her, I was like VMAs. Yeah, 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 I thought that was cool. I <laughs> thought it was like, wow, look at this dude's upsetting the status quo, you know, he's trying to going make, against the grain. Yeah, he's making he's, and that's I feel like yeah. you don't you don't grow that much if you're always kind of going with stuff. You have to go against against something sometime. Yeah. And once you finally do, you start to realize more of who you are and what things you value. And what people you value, what things you, what traits you like about other people. Yeah. And um, I think that without putting yourselves in those situations, you definitely rob yourself of of gaining those experiences mm. and, gain, and growing as a person. Yeah. No pain, no gain. Mm-hmm, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's absolutely right. You know, I mean, you had to get. That's a lot of pain. I could tell. I mean, I got a little gut going no, on. No, that's so. all good, dude. But um, <laughs> yeah, consistency. Um and. I like how I, I watched like the full speech he did. Um, mm-hmm. Cool. And That's I awesome. I enjoyed how he was open to listening to people, like their their opinions, and and you know asking people questions like, hey, what do you want? Or you know. Yeah, I did see that. I thought that was very interesting too. Yeah. And I think he, you know, I think there's a lot of stuff that people say about him. You know, there are a lot of things out there, but I think for him to put himself out there like that is kind of a big deal. And um, it, it just says a lot about a person to be courageous. Because mm-hmm. anybody could, I mean, when you run for the president of the United States, you're expecting the whole world to just make fun of you. The whole world just figuring out everything that's wrong with you. Yeah. But um, to just have the courage to do it is a little, it's difficult. You know, it's not, dif- it's not easy to just go around and ask people <laughs> like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm actually trying to be your leader. You're trying, I'm trying to help you. Out. I'm trying to be your, your humble servant in the government. But yeah. But like, you know, a lot of people just don't take to it. I think, like you said, that the fact that he's open to it, I don't think he's, I don't think he's trying to be like a serious competitor. No, he's just, no, he, yeah. I think he's using it as a, as a, as a medium to raise, raise awareness and just kind of try to just entertain people in a time. And I think when they need it with COVID-19 and just, <laughs> yeah. but a lot of people aren't entertained by it. They're very, very against it. Yeah. But like what I see, like is they'll take like a small clip of Kanye and then they'll like create a narrative off of that, which is like yeah. totally uh, without having to see like the full interview. It's, 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 you can bend reality like that. Yeah. It's simple. I mean, you can just say something simple. Like I don't like when women do this. Boom. That's a clip. And then, yeah, exactly. Now it's like, oh, this dude's a woman hater. Yeah. You know, now, oh, see anything he says about women, he just saying that now. And, and it's, it's a lot of, I mean, and a lot of it could be true. It's always good to be skeptical. I mean, I tell everybody skepticism is going to save your life, you know, yeah. but, but there's a lot of things out there that just are way simpler than they probably are. And yeah. some people try to make a big thing out of it, but yeah. Well, yeah. And I also like, I really try to, um, not take what people tell me, but I'll like find the truth for myself. So yeah. I'll re- I'll do the research myself, and I'll I'll, I'll go good. deep That's into the information and and um. It's a rare quality these days. There's yeah. not a lot of people that do. Yeah, they, uh, they're happy to just take the first thing they see on an Instagram story and repost it. You know. Yeah. And then uh, like I, there's a lot of things that bother me sometimes when I see it. Like uh, this one, uh, this one friend of mine posted how uh the Republican Party is the party of Lincoln and the party of this and uh, Woodrow, you know whatever Woodrow Wilson and so forth. Mm-hmm. But, but like, there's different eras in political parties where they shift the the, the ideas, their values, they shift. So, mm-hmm. for instance, wh- uh, Democrats were originally Southerners. They were white Southerners who owned plantations and had slaves and all that kind of stuff. Wow. And so, a lot of people don't realize that that's how Democratic Party started. And once they kind of lost the Civil War, and Black people became more 
ingrained in their society and started holding political office and everything, they became more like against it. They became more what they called conservative at that time, which mm-hmm. was more of like, no, nah, the, you know, the, the constitution doesn't say anything about black people. So, you know, that's more of like what we believe and religion mm-hmm. and stuff. And, you know, our Christian faith or whatever. It wasn't Christian. I think at the time, I think it was somebody else that was the biggest one, but because like, there's but, a term like classical liberal, like before it, yeah. it used to be, yeah, absolutely. Like, Classical liberalism yeah. Yeah, is yeah. way different than what than modern liberal. liberal. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's yeah. cool. Okay, yes. Oh my god, that's awesome that you understand that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Classical liberalism is what we would now call libertarianism, sort of. Okay. Like the Libertarian Party is a lower known. It's a third party that's lesser known than Democrat and Republican. We we operate on a two party system, which is designed for them to argue with each other and promote the best qualities of each other and keep mm-hmm. the keep the nation intact. Yeah. So the Libertarian Party is the third party that believes. Kind of both. And at first, I was, I mean, I've always struggled to find which party I believe in because my, my ethics are so different. They're, well, they vary, so, right? It's like not, you can be on one side and on the other side. It, so it's, Yeah, because they, yeah. they have so many different pl- things in one platform. It's like, well, I don't agree with all those, but I do agree with some of them. Yeah. And so libertarianism, what they, they believe in small gun, small government with less control on economy and mm-hmm. taxes and such, like less, less taxes, more economy, more booming. But also they believe that civil rights and civil liberties for people should be protected completely. Like if uh, a lot of them believe, I believe, well, from my, my experience or from my research, <laughs> a lot of them believe that like legalizing drugs or certain certain most drugs to an extent are is good. Because, I mean, people just that's, it's your right to do what you want to do in your home. And yeah. like all it does is kind of create more problems for the police. They have to go and find out if you're dealing or you're you're using. Now we got to arrest you. We got to pay them more. Yeah, when they, when you create something illegal, it creates a market for, for, yeah. for like a black market. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got it. Yeah, so yeah. that's what it is. So, um, so people see that as a problem and libertarians definitely see that as a problem. Yeah. Classical liberalism was definitely the economic side of that. Less small government, more money, more economy for yeah. everybody. Yeah. That kind of thing. So yeah, exactly. So a lot of people don't realize that, those values change over time. And so what used to be liberalism is definitely not. Yeah. And so um, like with FDR, when he when he started, when his administration, rather, a lot of people think that the president is 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 is, inv- is involved in everything. He's you know, it's his fault. You know, oh, like it's Obama's fault. It's, you know, it's Bush's fault. It's Trump's fault. But it's, it's the it's administration. The, it's yeah. the current climate. It's the nation as it is at that time. And so it's never just to blame for them. So when FDR's administration was bringing out New Deal policies, it was easy for people to be like, oh, well, he's just giving welfare, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he was a Democrat. So at that point, a lot of like Southerners who didn't like, you know, giving stuff away to people were happy to be to be, you know, Republicans at that point. Okay. And so what happened was and then even Democrats, they uh, to appeal to those Democrats, he passed a lot of those things knowing that they would they would be detrimental to black people. They were detrimental to blacks because mm. for certain things they would like for they would they would say pay certain farms to only make so much um they would call it subsistence pay. Yeah. And so um they would give you enough to make this much and then hey, we're gonna do the rest, you know, we'll buy it from you, blah blah blah. Yeah. But um because they didn't need as many laborers, a lot of like laborers would get cut off and it was mostly farmhands and stuff which were in the south especially were mostly black yeah because you know they've been being forced basically to be plantation people since forever so Mm. so it's just it's just i mean and so it's obvious when people get mad about like these divisions and how you know like the wealth has been distributed it's i mean it's 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 a it's a real thing it's a real problem (laughs) they have all the reason to be upset but 
I also believe there's a certain extent that's in the past too, you know, that I kind of have to accept to a certain point, like, okay, yeah, that did happen. It made us this now let's move forward from here. Like, let's, yeah, let's start working together, try to make up for that stuff, try to make up for that, you know, but definitely let's not just criminalize people and just, and yeah, just be not, hateful, you know, not be like stuck in the past and, and work towards a better future, work towards a better future. And yeah, like not blame your problems like on the past too. Yeah. You can learn from them. Yeah. Yeah. It, that's not to take away from the fact that like people were slaves, but yeah, still it's exactly. a big know, deal. But that was a big deal. I I, still, I think about it. Also. I can never, I mean, my freedom is so important to me. The fact that I can just go to McDonald's right now and get a cheeseburger. Yeah. And it's just like, this guy was working 16 hours a day, you know, getting whipped, beat, whatever, yeah. seeing people suffer. And like, how can you even like, I mean, it sucks. But you have to accept it. I know. That yeah. stuff happened. And yeah. like, always remember, always feel that pain, always take that pain with you, but try not to let it cloud yeah. the future, the judgment of the future. Try Definitely. Be, hold grudges and all that. Because I know, like, we we're talking about um, Ty, and he's Japanese, and <laughs> his, his, um, hopefully he's uh, good with me sharing this. Uh, mm-hmm. His, I think it was his grandparents, like, the you know, the Japanese were put into camps and stuff oh yeah 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 so it's like he doesn't oh his use... grandparents were well i don't know if it was his grandparents but still, he were, might take you, you the, for the he the... might take personal like yeah that sucks you know for me yeah and he and he could have yeah. he could use that as a disadvantage or he can yeah. you know just learn from it and yeah. yeah 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 he could i mean a lot of people can I mean, we all have the right to i mean in a way but it's just like do we Mindset. choose to be better or yeah do we choose to let it be that way or not yeah um like do you have any opinions on like the current school system right now like how do you how do you see it um i definitely think we gotta keep the kids safe i mean as a college student too i didn't want to go to attend class either and i mean i have less people than they do yeah and um i just think that the whole electronics thing with the whole zoom and all that getting the kids in school through computers i think that's that we we just gotta address that we have to that has to be something we do like there's and I understand. We, uh, we, I don't, see, the bad thing is I'm not going to pretend to be versed up on the school system entirely. Mm-hmm. I haven't been in it for a long time. I definitely haven't watched a lot of the meetings or anything. Yeah. But I know that the first concern has to be keeping those kids safe because COVID-19 could kill any of them. Yeah. And nobody wants to lose their kid. No, definitely Especially not. Especially, I mean, if we're trying to promise them a future and then we go and let them die, I mean, what better are we than... And I mean, there's a lot of us that are like my age. I'm, I'm 31. Yeah. And... I feel as if the generation before me didn't exactly do the best at keeping it everything good. They didn't mm-hmm. exactly. As far as like, what do you? What as do far you, as keeping the every like politics, obviously it got awry. You know, it just yeah. became more of a spectator sport sort of thing. Yeah. Um, like just uh the pay to got too different. Like they didn't bother to keep up wages with inflation, yeah. with the way that the economy was growing. So a lot of us are in these minimum wage situations where we're getting forced out of homes, and I feel like they just didn't keep a good enough watchdog approach on it so, so i guess like saying keeping that like what would what would you change what would you change uh, awareness is definitely the first thing yeah. like everybody has to understand where these things come from and be able to take a step back and i understand it's difficult because a lot of us are are grown a certain way we're taught certain things from a young age and that uh, exemplify or it rather it indicates in the future forever like what we're going to kind of be like how we're going to gravitate towards and to break that is, is difficult. I mean, like, my family is Mexican-American. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like I said, my grandfather came from Mexico. 
But then my grandmother's side is native. I'm Chumash from that mm. side. So I have a lot of those things against me. You know, like the Native Americans were, were you know, persecuted so much. Yeah. And, you know, the Mexicans, obviously, they, you know, big old battle with America right now, got pushed yeah. away. Yeah. So then um, just a lot of things in the history. And um, I have to, you know, growing up, all I heard about was those kind of things. You know, what these people have done to me, what these people have done to them. And uh, you get you, you kind of like go along with it. But uh, I think what really did it. And it's nothing to bash on religion, but when yeah. I grew up, I was uh, I, I went to Catholic, I mean Christian church. Yeah. And uh, it was not non-denominational. I guess it would be. I don't. What I actually. <laughs> okay, so I guess I've never I've never been good at figuring out which of what religion yeah. is what. So if you're Presbyterian, <laughs> but you're first Presbyterian, I don't know if that's a thing. I don't. But I, don't I wouldn't think I've know. Heard of that, yeah, but. me neither. <laughs> so, uh, so like I've never been good at that. And yeah. um, and so my my Christianity church was very open, but they didn't believe in saints. They didn't believe in Saint Mary and all that. They believed in the Trinity, you know, Jesus, God, and the Spirit, or whatever. And um, and so a lot. Of, and I always grew up loving Roman Roman mythology and Greek mythology. I love Greek mythology. Mm. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. And um, and I started to see correlations between them, like how they'd express fire or the beginnings of this and how people got here. And a lot of it was about morality and uh, just small lessons about morality. Yeah. And so over time, I just kind of, I was under the assumption that it was just the way that ancient people described their world that they couldn't understand and would set lessons for the future. And mm. so um, when I was growing up, I always challenged those things and I just couldn't understand like Christianity. I couldn't, I couldn't accept it. I couldn't, I couldn't agree. I couldn't, there's certain things that just nobody would give me a good answer for. <laughs> and, you know, I had a, you know, my stepfather growing up, you know, I consider him, you know, the guy that raised me, you know, he yeah. was very, very stern and, uh, yeah. And, <laughs> And he taught me a lot about, like, you got to listen to conversations when people talk, you know, because they're going to say things that they're going to expect you to know and expect you to remember. Hmm. And a lot of those those lessons didn't correlate with learning about religion. He would ask me, like, why did you do this? And I would tell him, I don't know. And he'd say, there's no I don't knows in this life. Like, you always know what, why you did something. There's something that, incur- that, that led you to do what you did. There's no just random actions. And I kind of like always took that as like that's true. I mean, there is something in you that formulated you to do whatever it was you did. Even if you just happen to do like swing with your left instead of your right, you know, you're probably used to doing it because of some whatever. So you think some like free will kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, like you, you're you're shaped how you eventually start to do things. Yeah. And um, that kind of carried over into religious questions. You know, like, oh well, then where's God at? And they're like, oh, he's just up there, like watching. And you're like. Well, is he though? <laughs> like, well, it's like a, there's like a man in the sky watching over us. Like you were, you were questioning that. You were like, yeah, I question. I, I yeah. always, I've always questioned. I just can't yeah, yeah. accept things when people. Cause I, I guess maybe it just roots back to, just some people don't, take. they don't know or they take it for granted. Yeah, they just they don't. They do their best, but yeah. sometimes I guess you get to a point where you realize maybe, maybe my, maybe what I'm talking about might be right instead. Yeah. And then, uh, like Greek gods, like what what interests you about that? Like the Greek gods and 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 those ideas, like those. Well, I just thought they. I mean, well, first of all, I saw Hercules when I was a kid. <laughs> Hercules came out when I was a little kid. I knew the I knew that whole thing word for word. And, you know, my my dad used to try to take make me take naps, and like I would just recite the words and the songs. And That's like, dope. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I hated naps. Now I love them. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, as we all do, probably. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> but. <laughs> but yeah, dude, and then uh, I thought that was cool, so I read about him, and I realized the story was a little different. You know, he killed his wife and stuff, and that's no fun. So, um, 
So as I read about other stuff, you know, like uh, the, you know, was Icarus and all that with yeah. the wings and, you know, don't fly too close to the sun oh, and stuff okay. like that. And like, you know, I started realizing more like, hey, these are cool. They teach you like lessons, you know, just like the Bible does. Like, and life stuff. Lessons, yeah. like yeah. And so I'm like, that's cool, man. These guys are smart, you know. And then it wasn't until I was like 30 that I started learning more about like, man, these guys are really smart. Like, that's awesome. These geniuses. It's like, imagine like being, being in that at that time, like being in that time, just trying to explain the world around them. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. Trying yeah, to. Right? Like they find th- new things and they're like, well, why does this do this? Like, you know, yeah. even something simple like gravity, you know, they're just like, well, why does it come back down? What's it? Yeah. Who's doing that? Yeah. yeah. yeah so that's, that's funny. That's always been comical to me. <laughs> been entertaining. Um, so like, uh, I guess, is there anything you want to tell or, you know, for the people like that, what you're going to, what you want to do or what you want to see change or just your, the reason I think, because um, a lot of people have asked me, what can I do differently than, you know, the current incumbent, the yeah. uh, Mr. Brian McDonald? Yeah, yeah. Um, I know nothing about that man. I know that he was an ex-police chief, if I'm right, from his bio. And, um, you know, I've always, I mean, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a cop. I know a lot of people don't like cops, but, um, <laughs> you know, every time I had a problem, call a cop. And, you know, they even if they didn't seem like they liked me, like I know a lot of people get that feeling from cops that like, oh, I'd rather not be here. But they showed but up. But they showed up and they're yeah. there because they, they know that that's their job. And you get all these bad ones and stuff, but that's those are internal institutional problems. Like when you were like, for instance, I work, you know, I work in auto parts and it's not to say that everybody's, you know, perfectly behaved all the time. Yeah, I and know. Like so, some dudes will like overcharge or like, yeah, there's like a few bad apples. And yeah, it's always, then, exactly. Yeah. And then but sometimes just to keep the peace, you, you kind of ignore it. You do whatever to kind of get around it. And unfortunately, that kind of problem is supposed to stay in places like. AutoZone or you know or like wherever you work at you know like a retail place maybe or something but when yeah. you're talking about people's lives like that's the kind of stuff that needs to, you got you got you all have to be accountable for that there's mm-hmm. no like even, I mean you don't go into being a, a police officer thinking oh I'm gonna live today all day I might get shot I might die yeah and so when you think about other people like that other cops other people who are you know who pose a threat within your organization you, it's your duty to, and you gotta be courageous. You have to be mm-hmm. brave enough to be like, "Hey, this guy right here, dude, he's not, you know," and whatever. And I think a lot of that comes back to support, because support mm-hmm. is the hardest thing to do. Like when you when you don't have support, you know, like I mean, like I mean, now that I'm like, you know, doing this kind of thing, yeah. If I get shot tomorrow by somebody who doesn't like what I say, yeah, you know, people are gonna be like, "Hey, why did that guy get shot? What happened to him?" You know, yeah. But then if I'm if I was me, you know, ten years ago and I got shot just being some kid working at Walmart at that time, you know? Yeah. It'd be like, Oh man, my family be sad, my community maybe a little bit, but nobody's gonna be like, dude, that's weird. That's bad. That's horrible. Like who is that you know, they killed the, that dude. Because the information is out there. Like yeah. people see what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so that publicity is is important because it makes sure that I can stay alive. And when I reach out to other people who have been near me and I start to wonder Hey, what happened to you know Jesse Vargas or whatever? Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Oh, dude, some guys killed him." We're like, what? Yeah. Like, well, let's find out why. Like, what happened? That's that's not cool. We when we stay connected together, we can protect each other. We all stay, and when you have more protection, more people to, you know, to feel, and it's it's. I mean, there's there's bad protection. There's good protection, obviously. You know, yeah. like there's gangs and stuff. There's all the bad stuff, but yeah, good people just don't feel like they're too. I feel like they've just gotten way too content and too complacent that they don't pose any real threat to evil anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things that hopefully, because I mean, like even my boss, when I told him, I was like, hey, I'm going to run for city council. And he's <laughs> like, aren't you scared? 
And I was like, of course I'm scared. Yeah. Like, you know, I could die tomorrow. But, but I mean, what's, what's doing something if it's just for you, you know, it's like, it's not for me. It's for everybody. And if I go down with it, there's other people who are going to see it and be like, you know what? No, screw that junk. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what he did. I'm not going to let, I'm not going to let them get away with that stuff. I'm not going to let them do that kind of thing to people. Yeah. Yeah. And it's courage, man. We all need it. Is it. Courage, we all, <laughs> it's like that spark you're talking about the energy, you know, it's just the same thing. It's like, it's the same if thing. I can inspire you to get up and do something that you're afraid of. Yeah. Like, cool. Like, like yeah. and when I, you know, when I see you doing that, it gives me the, the energy to do just to, to work, uh, from my passion too. So just mutual energy exchange. Yeah. <laughs> it's way, it's way, it's worth, it's worth more than anybody can really express, you know? Yeah. Like I always tell people, happiness is so underrated. Like when you find twenty five cents on the ground, you find a quarter on the floor. Oh heck yeah, I'm stoked. You know, you get this, that that that's sh- man. People should feel that all the time. You know. Yeah. And uh, I guess is there any any way that you know people can reach out to you or? Yeah. Um, you, for you now, know? I haven't got my committee together. I'm still doing my paperwork. Yeah. Um, but I'm forming it right now. Um, as soon as I get that going, I'll let you guys know. But uh, right now, I have my Facebook. It's yeah. Efren Jimenez II. Um, that's with the Roman numeral two at the end. Yeah. And, uh, my Instagram's F to the Izzo. Hey. Hey. <laughs> it's a E F T O T H E I Z Z O. I. And yeah, but man, I, this has been a great thing. I've just, you're, you're a great guy. You're yeah, a wonderful dude. person. Yeah, dude. Um, thank you for, for, you know, for what you do and what you're doing. Thanks, man. And, um, you know, I really appreciate you, dude. For, Thanks so for, much. For, for, you know, looking out for the community and, trying the best that you can do to uplift oh also just if yeah i mean if anybody out there really wants to run and you know if you think you're you have what it takes to make a difference and uh, all that's holding you back is some courage just do it because august 6th is the end of nomination period Mm -hmm. to get on the ballot and that leaves two weeks and most people can get nominations from people that they know i have challenged myself to go door to door and get them from people I don't know. Yeah. To meet people in my district, but not a lot of people, you know, are able to do that. It's the Rona that, right know. now. Yeah, the Rona too is better. Yeah, 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 I know. I have a little, <laughs> got my little mask right here. Yeah. Thing, but yeah. Yeah, but I just said anybody just have some courage, you know, and it's not it's not a bad thing not to, you know, I'm like sure ninety percent of the world doesn't have the same courage, but. But okay, another extra. point too. Even if you fail, it's like you you you've learned something. You've learned what not to do. You've learned you, where you where you stand. You've learned. A lot of yeah, times. Yeah, that's definitely true. I mean, yeah. this is this is teaching me a lot of stuff. I mean, just everybody I've met who I've gotten a nomination from or an even not, yeah. you know, they've asked me challenging questions. They've been like, well, what makes you think that you can do something? Like, what, what makes you so special? Or like, so you want to do this? But like one lady, she actually, uh, she didn't want to nominate me because I sounded too conservative. She said, I found mm. it fiscally responsible. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's a good thing. And she said, but in a conservative type of way. And it was obvious that she's like, well, I'm not a big Bernie fan or anything, but like, you know, Democrats, you know, a little more liberal, they're a little more, you know, conscious of that stuff. So they, uh, she asked me like, what party are you? And I've always, I've always struggled to find that, but right now I'm a nonpartisan voter mm-hmm. and um, I believe in, you know, party politics are when you actually agree with every with their platform. You know, that's what party politics are about. If you don't agree yeah. with it, then there's no reason to contribute to that party. There's, you know, you contribute to yourself, you be an independent voter. And when it comes down to all the important issues, you go in there and vote. Yeah. And, and then if you feel like one of them lines up well enough with your personal 
you know, beliefs that both of those extremes from Republican and Democrat, especially they're just, they're way too different. They're, they're separate. They're too separate. They're too, the extremes are too different. Yeah. And if you can't see one side as good and one side as the, as, as having its good qualities as well, then you're really not taking into consideration factors. You're not taking into consideration uh, issues and ideals, ideology. Because then it's 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 my team versus your team. My team. That's then that's a big deal. Everybody wants to be my team versus your team, but yeah. it's just we're on the same team. You just do it different. You <laughs> yeah. know? So that's and that's some, when people when people start realizing that you know we're all going to be able to move forward, get together. Hopefully, hopefully, man. Like I definitely see that. We could do it. Yeah, we, we, could do it we, we could do it. We can, we can do, do it, it man. man. Yes, we can. Like yeah. Obama said. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Obama. Yeah, shout out Obama. <laughs> Love you, man. <laughs> I voted for you. <laughs> <laughs> cool, All right, man. dude. Um, definitely we'll have you back, bro. Cause thanks, um, I would love to come back yeah, at some point, dude. man. They update yeah. you guys on everything. Update yeah. the constituents and everything. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you. Ah, <laughs> 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 Give me some topics. lotion. You oh. said lotion, lotion. I got the ocean motion. Oh, uh, we gonna go in. We about to go in. I'm about to dive in. Yeah, give me some more topics. Uh, microphone he said microphone yo uh, et phone home yeah i got the lyrics off of the top of the dome plants uh, he said plants you gotta water it. you gotta grow it yeah and then you gotta show it yeah i'm gotta catching the flow now trump yeah. he said what did you say he said trump he said trump yeah i'm about to take a dump and then i'm gonna watch the television you gotta keep your mind open you gotta michael jackson sides. you said michael jackson's because i'm gonna beat it uh <laughs> yeah can't delete it because i'm gonna keep going okay you turn your turn your turn all right um floor chilling on the floor like it's open door season doing that stuff and i got no reason Fuck. we out here getting that meat cleaving doing that stuff and you know it's stevie wonder because i'm wondering where i'm going give me another word because i won't stop flowing fox the fox like fox on a box i don't really know what makes him trot but i know that green eggs and ham is the best and damn it's like i'm better than the rest ah let's go we we got the word now Um, chair before i get on my foot chair Sitting on the chair, there's not really much to do with my long hair, but I'm still kicking back. Short hair cat doing that. Yo, I'm bringing that rat back. Uh, give me some topics. All right, yeah, topics. I'm man. the hot pick. Yeah. Let's Slender go. man. Uh, he says Slender man, that do be skinny, but I got the wet lifting the weight. You gotta push yourself to the limit. No limits. Uh, give me some more topics. I'm trying to weight. catch the flow. Weight lifting. Wait. Uh, he said, "Wait, wait. I'm about to do it. Uh, put on the, put it on the bar and push it." Uh, Adidas. He said, "Adidas. I don't. Su- I got that three stripes. I got that three strikes. Go to jail." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. We're good. Zelda. Oh, he said Zelda. Uh, Zelda. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Give me another one. Um, scale uh, rail. Stuff is in braille, yo. It's all embedded. I can't really see unless I try to invent it a way to see this stuff. And I'm reading the words because I'm blind. Carpet. Like heck, and I'm, it's the carpet. 
Yo, it's right underneath. I don't really know if you gotta see, cause it's like uh, angle. Headphones. And then I got headphones on. No, I don't, that's you. But I still got mine. <laughs> <laughs> Another one. Pen. Um, it's all in my head like I'm doing the math, yo. And then I'm gonna put it down in rap form. And then we're going home to do that one. Water. And drinking that water, yo. It's getting me thirsty like I'm having had days and there's stuff in my throat. <coughs> it's feeling all cray. <laughs> but I gotta get it out because it's. It's okay. Uh, he said it's okay. You just gotta get it out. Um, you can't bet it out. Give me some weed. Uh, he said weed. That's what I need. Then I go to the crib. Then I go watch the TV because I wanna relax. Netflix. Kick back. He said Netflix and chill. What do you want to do? Uh, I'm going to put on Avatar and then we go to the bar after and we get some drinks. Football. He, he said football. I only play football. Uh, not that American Kano. I play that football like kick it with my feet on the ground. That's what Terminator. I <laughs> He said Terminator. I'm a Terminator because I'm a cutter off because I don't need her. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, keep it going. Tetris. He said Tetris. I got the blocks. Yeah, I'm on the block. It's kind of hot. It's kind of summer. I don't know. It, it just keeps it flowing. <laughs> All right, cool. Heck yeah. Councilman F. New F edition. <laughs> Let's go.